As it's often said, children don't come with their own manual, nor is there a parental guide that matches the child or children you have. And there sure is no one-size-fits-all parenting guide. And the big one? As long as you and your children are alive, you are still parenting. You know, what we all could use as parents is parental information, ideas, and solutions that help us better understand what we got ourselves into, planned or not. Oh shit, I'm a parent now. Let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm going to jump in on this one and just freestyle. This is a freestyle moment. <laughs> freestyle. If you don't know what freestyle is, that's where you just go off the top of the dome because you really don't have a subject to kind of jump into or talk about. But I do, and, you know, I wanted to um, uh, jump into this one. Say, first off, I want to say thank you for joining the podcast. You could be anywhere else in the world. You could be parenting. You cannot find the time. But I'm so grateful that you found the time to the end of the day or whatever is part of your day. To take a break, and I hope it's a break that you uh, hope you can make a break worthwhile and that you can get into it and have a good time and gain a little something from what's going on in your day. But um, be grateful for this day. Shoot, I am. Man. So I, I, I felt it. I needed to jump on here and just like go, ooh, smile. But the title I put was, I would if I could, but I won't. Because I can't. I'll let you uh, build whatever you want from that. I'm going to say it again. I would if I could, but I won't because I can't. And <clears throat> the reason I came up with that one today was because I feel it is so important to smile around your children. Smile. Smile. It's okay. You know, it was hard to get a smile out of my mom uh, growing up as a kid. And when I did see her smile, oh, my God, it lit up my world, too. Because it was so rare. It was rare that she'd smile. So I would always be perplexed on, like, what's her problem? Like, what's her deal? And why isn't she, you know. I did start to wonder as a kid. But here's a quote. When you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on or find a longer rope. Patience is the key. Inspired by Franklin Roosevelt. Me remixed by Jay Roman, but um, we can go down that. But what did that? What did that mean? When you reach the end of your rope, and most of us think about, oh my God, yeah, you're about to explode, um, about to lose your mind. But tie a knot in it, and hang on, or find a longer rope. Patience is the key. These little ones, I had to find patience. 
there was no room for frustration or letting them see my frustration with them, with them. I mean, obviously there's, there's levels to that. And I, and I, I believe in wholeheartedly transparency. You get it? (laughs) Transparency, Uh, just transparency. Because the one thing I did let my kids see was just my disappointment. I let them see my happiness. I let them see my frustration with dealing with certain things in life. I, you know, mom and dad in, in, in a child's eyes are superwoman and superman. They have superpowers. I don't know why they think we got superpowers. My kids still share this with me to this day. They thought I had superpowers, but they also knew my vulnerabilities. And I think that's very important for balanced human beings, balanced miniature adults, is letting them see transparency, but let them see you smile. It, it, it does so much for the soul. Think about you when you saw your parents smile or saw someone smile. Whoever was in your life, why seeing them smile? Someone who meant a lot to you. When you seen them smile, you wanted to do more to make them smile. And I say, my wife, I think she she was born with teeth and born with this gargantuan smile. And let me tell you, when she walks into a room and she just her smile lights up the room, it is it's just formed so perfectly. And I knew if I was going to have children with this young lady, that that was one going to be one of the greatest things that my kids would have was that smile. And let me tell you the same thing. When you see that smile turned upside down or that smile isn't as, as bright, you knew it because because her smile is everything. She smiles and I believe the world smiles when she smiles. Birds and everything smiles with her. You can't help it. When she smiles, you smile too. And my kids have that every morning. She'd wake up and she'd just smile at them. Good morning. Good morning. And I was a guy either just like, but I did. She taught me how to smile. And I learned and I, and I got out of my trance real quick and would smile with them. Good morning. Wake it up, 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 up. Good morning. Let's get this day started. Let's go. Letting them see you smile. And that was big when I was working with the Boys and Girls Club. You know, these kids came from, some of them came from broken homes. Sometimes, you know, they were, and I would see them, you know, from a distance walking to the Boys and Girls Club. And some of them just did not have the the energy. I can see it. And it hurt my feelings too because I knew what they needed in this day. And that was a smile. It was very important to make sure that they saw that. You know, in whatever they were going through, in whatever they were seeing their parents going through, it wasn't their fault. That was the big thing in our household, was nothing was my children's fault. Because, you know, we as adults obviously deal with, you know, work. We deal with... um, Uh, People, you name it, life is throwing things at us. Sometimes we can barely afford food. I remember those days, but my kids did not know. 
I would not share that with them. I would never be like, well, we don't have food today. They would never hear that. I would find a way. And they were always happy with that. My wife and I, we, we, we sh- I wouldn't say shielded them from things, but they just weren't ready for those things. It wasn't important because right now, I am trying to raise a balanced human being. And I know I know that's going back and forth about, well, you you know, saying this. But how do I put this? I can kind of put these scenarios in my head right now. There'd have there'd be those days where I was just like, ugh. And I'd sit down on the couch and and I know that the day is getting the best of me. Has nothing to do with the kids, thankfully. But my kids would be miniature therapists. I would talk to them about my day as if I was talking to a therapist. And they'd sit there and listen. And then sometimes would turn the simplest little something. You're okay, Dad. I love you. Or something like that. And boy, my heart would explode. And then I would get it and realize, my goodness, it's not so bad. So that's why I felt it's so important to be transparent with my kids. I wouldn't shield myself in a room. I'd sit on the couch in exhaustment and let them see that. What's wrong, Daddy? Well, had a tough day at work. Um, I was dealing with this and dealing with that. It's okay, Daddy. Wow. You're right. It is okay. And when you hear that little voice just speak a little bit of reason, then you realize it's not so bad. And I have to believe that's contributed to being transparent, but being smiling around them, smiling because they know the days that you're happy. They know the days that you're sad. They know the days that you're frustrated or bothered or angry, right? They get that. And that was important for us in our household. You know, one thing we didn't do in front of the kids, and that was argue. We didn't argue when it came to them. We didn't argue about anything in front of them. Because I don't think that, you know, arguing is one thing, but that's an adult issue. And unless we're debating. And then if we're debating, then we get the kids involved in that debating. And then go, well, what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? And I felt that was a very healthy exercise with them because, well, let's let's bring this up to a family discussion then. Let's let's talk about this. My wife and I had a disagreement. We'd be like, okay, well, you know, we got three jurors right there. Let's talk about it with them. And those three jurors would, you know, put process the thought and think about it and be like, huh, I think mommy's right on this one. You do? Uh 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 uh. I'm just joking. Yeah, you're right. If you said it, mommy's right. Daddy's going to take the L on this one. You know, if you're a single parent, well, I guess you're the judge and jury. But still, go to those kids and go, what should I have done in this situation? Talk to me. Explain to me. What are your thoughts? And most times, kids would be like, well, 
I would do this <laughs> and I would do that and I would do it this way. My little nephew has got to be the smartest little intellectual thinker too soon. But I appreciate it because my niece is raising a miniature adult and he is very smart and sometimes he outsmarts her and she can't do anything about it. I get it. I've been there. <laughs> she brought something up the other day and it was this. She goes, uh, he had the nerve to tell me, uh, you know, cause I guess, you know, she pinches him on occasion and, uh, and <laughs> so um, mom, you, they're going to put you in jail for 45 minutes. <laughs> So, yeah, go ahead and do it. And they're going to put you in jail for 45 minutes. <laughs> in their little minds. and uh, But they got the idea. Don't do that to me. You know, my wife and I were, used to talk about discipline and how we were going to discipline the kids. Um, I come from the days where we got beat up, straight up. We got whooped. And was it effective? I think... It was effective with the first, like just knowing that my mom was angry. She was coming at me with a belt. That was enough for me to go into the action to actually get like swat, swat, swat. Okay. Three times I think, okay, I got it. I get it, I get it. Okay, 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 okay. But man, there was a time, I mean, my mom would just unleash her frustration like, why is this spanking going on for forever? It felt like, like she's still spanking me. Like, I get it. Oh, ah, uh, ah, uh, okay. I got the, ow, ooh, got the point. Ah. But man, she keeps spanking. Oh, God. And I'd be so mad. God, stop her. God, kill her. Stop. I was trying to do anything and everything, praying at the moment I'm getting spanked. Like, that's enough. Enough already. So I believed that I am not going to let out my frustrations and anger on my kids. If they did something, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I call it the shakanaw, shakanaw. You know, they'd get to the point and, oh, I'd grab a kid and sh- like, rawr, and show the roar, pick him up and like, rawr, and just be effective that way. But my kid swears I spanked him, but uh, I'm like, I've never, I've never like beat you guys. I've never did that. Oh, yeah, you, oh, my God, you, dad, you gave us a big whooping. I was like, you want to know the the secret to that whooping, I was beating on everything else in the room except for you. And you thought that I was whooping your butt. The first one, I was like, one swat to the butt, one big one, pow. And then the rest, I was beating on stuff. The bed, the 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 the, the dresser. I was hitting things with the belt that I felt were safe enough that I wouldn't break it with the belt. But I was making that sound. But I was hitting everything else. And to watch your little butt squirm thinking I was hitting you. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes I would, I mean, I was doing it yelling but laughing my ass off. 
I felt that was more effective than actually beating my child. I don't think anyone should beat a child. Seems dark. Yeah, that was the old days. And, you know, they talk about, oh, go get that switch off the tree. Hey, listen. Listen, maybe I'm a, I don't know. But I still reflect on those days of getting beat. (laughs) Beat. (laughs) It wasn't like a whooping with a beating. Damn it. But I think uh, being strategic, because now I would if I could, but I won't because I can't. But so I choose to smile. I choose to be a little more patient with my child. Because, again, we're raising miniature adults, but they have not been on this world that long to actually intellectually understand exactly what I'm talking about. There will come that day. But right now, four or five years old, they don't get much. How much did you how much did you learn? You just I mean, they're just five, right? And and, and giving uh what, maybe a year or two when they're like trying to comprehend things, right? So why am I going to help make them understand things that it's taken me 30 years to understand? And I expect for them to understand that in all of a year? Maybe two years? No. No. Settle down. Smile. Be patient. And if you need to find a longer rope, find a longer rope. (laughs) I would see some of these kids at the Boys and Girls Club, come by, and it seemed like they were lightweight scarred. Scarred. I'm still scarred. You know, I love my mom, and I love, you know, I love her to death. But to be honest, I lost a little bit of the closeness with my mom. I think she was taking a piece of me with every one of those little 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 beatings or spankings. I'm still as a kid trying to figure out what the hell did I do? What did I do to deserve like like I'm still trying to process. I'm like, man, I was all of but why why am I running around this room and she's you know catching me and when she catches me, she's just lashing out on me. I'm like, I got it with the first one. Why we still gotta why do we still gotta be down this road and you still beating on me and like five minutes later? And I used to listen to listen to her just whoop my little brother's butt. You know, he he peed in the bed. Okay. It's an accident. I don't think he intentionally sat there at the edge of the bed and just peed. I don't think that. So let's figure out a way to make this happen. You know, make it how do we you know, put a diaper on him, embarrass him. Yeah, he don't want to wear a diaper, do it. But I still vividly remember my mom just whooping his butt in the room. Just, I mean, part of me was like, thank God it ain't me. <laughs> but darn it. Why are you whooping him? for? So- and I can just hear him screaming out, oh, my, oh, 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 oh. and my mom is just yelling all this, and she's letting it all out. Don't teach your kids what stress is. Don't even teach them that word. You know, I seen this little girl, like a little Instagram. I find these little parenting. And little girls, all of like three, 
Und ich bin so stressed. Und es ist ein stressed. Und stressed. Well, I wonder where she got that from. Ah, I could take an uh, educated guess and I'd probably win. But it's so stressed. And I watch my little nephew repeat everything. Yeah, where'd he get that one? Yeah, he's cussing. Where'd he get that? Mm-hmm. And he comes up. I mean, he is, I mean, it's pretty amazing. The kid repeats things and has ways of, and he uses these words perfectly. What? You're all of four years old and you are using this word perfectly. Using the phrase and knows when to use it and how to use it. So impressed with that. But let's not teach our kids about stress. Stress is self-inflicted. So why teach them that? Why go down that road? Kids don't know what stress is. So don't teach them. Because stress is self-inflicted. <laughs> you know, if anything, let me share with them what about my day. What went on. But I'm never going to include them into my stress. They don't stress me out. It's, be, it's how I manage the situation that makes it wrong or how I did something. You know, listen. Ugh. Smile. <laughs> I'm going to leave with a smile. Smiling goes a very long way. If anything, we're going to teach our kids Teach them patience. Teach them philosophy. Start teaching them quotes and understanding the quotes and help yourself out with that. Because I went to my kids and I still go to them to this very day. And because I've talked to them since they've been very small and I've treated them like miniature adults, our intellectual discussions are deep to this very day. And they always share a smile with me. Because I, with them, smiling was important. They smile everywhere they go. They And people love having them around. I love having them around. I love their energy. I love these amazing people. So glad they're my kids. And remember, biological. Remember this. Biology isn't the only thing that makes you a parent. Parenting is a priceless privilege. If you see it that way, you'll treat it that way. Thanks for joining the podcast. Please excuse me while I go parent. <laughs>